0: You're listening to The Dirty Boots Show. So today, we are here with Jeff Falcon of The Barricade Company, one of our customers. And I actually got to meet you in person in Vegas not too long ago. How have you been doing since the show? I'm good. How's business?
1: Business has been phenomenal. It's, I mean, you can't go wrong. There's more money in the budget than there is workers to complete the work.
0: At and is that because now. of the infrastructure act? What's that because of?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's all this money and like you couldn't look in, in a million years we couldn't get all the work done. And every time somebody digs up the ground, we're there to protect life and limb. Yeah. Personal property. Yeah. So I mean it's it's it is a perfect storm.
0: How long do you see the money lasting you guys through?
1: Until I get a cone in space. What is the mark of success today, right? Yeah. Now, like the market success today is a, a cone in orbit. I mean, look, there's a Tesla in orbit right now. Which is the, the mark of humanity, right? But what's yeah. really the mark of humanity? It's a bunch of silly little monkeys throwing pavement on pristine ground and changing it every year. That's what we do.
0: So, I mean, and, the Tesla tunnel.
1: And the, the harbinger. Yeah. Right. You, read that. you wrote that, right?
0: I did. I wrote that at the show. So for those listening. There is a Tesla tunnel at the convention center in Las Vegas. And it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it is cool.
0: I was at a um like a something in Colorado for like the Colorado Concrete Association, something like that. I don't think it was them. So I don't actually want to put this on them, but something in that sorts. And there were so many people saying Their negative feelings and expressions toward Teslas. And the notion was they're too heavy for the roads. They're too heavy for the infrastructure. They're going to cause us to have to redo the roads and all of these potholes. And then there was someone on the other side that was like, we've had 18 wheelers driving these roads forever. How is this any different? Um, So both sides of the argument, I can see logic. What's your thoughts?
1: I'm talking to a guy with a 7,000 pound truck. I mean, I got big, huge tires to tear up the road. So, I mean, the road is there to be replaced. That's what keeps us in business. That's what keeps... Uh, it's kind of what keeps America... It's not the smartest thing, but it kind of keeps America moving. Exactly. Like, like, Let's look at fiber infrastructure. I'm huge on fiber. I think that is... Look, if if the missiles go up, they're taking out the satellites first. They're still yeah. going to be fiber. We'll yeah. still have a job. We have okay? a lot of
0: fiber so, customers recently. It's a cool space.
1: Oh, it's a great space. It is... Yeah. I, my opinion, it's the space. I think it's, uh, yeah, I made a, I made a point to go out to fiber customers because they're not going anywhere. And no. the weird thing that I've seen happen, though, is they'll dig a trench, and they'll put it in a conduit, and they'll run, say, 5G, right? Well, they close it up, and everything's nice for about a year, and they pull it up to, you know, the next G. And then the next G, instead of running a huge conduit, and just do it a bunch of times, mm-hmm. they seem to be redoing it which is great like that's that's why it's a great space to play in so as far as tesla being too heavy no i mean i don't think so because i mean yeah if you drive a geo metro but good lord
0: (laughs) i found it interesting that it was people in the concrete space arguing against so colorado wanted to do like another stipend for tesla and electric car owners and they were basically arguing against why it's a bad idea to have more Teslas on the road. Which I found a hole in the argument of, if they are tearing up the roads, don't you have more asphalt and concrete to go lay?
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, but, I mean, the thing is, like, governments, look, we need less guns for government subsidy and everything. You know, it's like, look, if, if a business is going to fail, let it fail. But don't prop it up by, like, artificial, look, why is Tesla great? I love my V8s. I love hot rods. I love all of that. But the, rea- the reality is you get into a Tesla and they're faster. They're more efficient. They're like zero to second, you know, zero to 60 now. And it, it's just, it's just a better car all the way around. It's a better product. Yeah. So, you know, and someday, you know, when they come out with the, the Cybertruck, I want to be right there.
0: All right, so let's talk. Tell me about the um, the nuka like backhoe rodeo thing that you guys are doing.
1: So I go out and talk to contractors. I'm kind of a uh, traffic liaison. It kind of came as a product of meeting all these different people. But the one thing they always complain about is they complain about there's nobody to work. I mean, yeah, you know, good luck getting an operator like you know they they don't have applicants. Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to operate a backhoe or an excavator. Uh, and, and I thought, well, that's kind of crazy, you know? And so, but as I talked more and more about it, I was, I was saying, man, there's gotta be a solution. And then I was, I was surfing YouTube as I'll, as I'll do. And so I went down a rabbit hole of, it was, I don't know, some kind of motorcycle thing led to some kind of, uh, like the, the CHP rodeos, yeah. which if you haven't seen them, they're sick. They're just, you know, they'll chain two motorcycles together and they do just amazing maneuvers. And uh, so I'm at lunch with someone. I'm like, you know what? There should be something like this for, for backhoes. And they're like, it is there. There's something like that. I'm like, well, this is what we need as a community, because not only can you showcase the talent in the area, you can get eyeballs on the industry from the kids. You get 10 year olds and five year olds on a skid steer moving dirt. Um, and, and
0: Realize that it's a career path that they want to go into and a career yeah. path that you can make a lot of money in.
1: A ton of money. So I mean, not only can you like you you know, there's there's no there's not a big barrier to entry, right? I mean, like the God, I, I've seen so many people they spend one hundred eighty thousand dollars for a sixty thousand dollar year job. Yeah, what's the crap? That doesn't make any sense, right? And like so, I mean, I look, college is great. It's it's I mean, social skills, all that. But but if it's not for you, you can become an operator. Get involved with your company's 401k, make $60 plus an hour while you and, and retire as a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so it's...
0: And the, the more simple supply and demand, the more people that are leaving the industry or choosing not to enter the industry, the more money that you're going to be able to make if you do go that route. Um, absolutely. It's skilled labor at this point. It's extremely skilled and it's scarce. Um so we see that all the time with customers not actually having enough people for the work that they have, which is a polar opposite problem than the industry had twenty years ago.
1: Right, exactly. Because it's not cool. So I mean it's got kids have to see this and go, Mom, I want to be an operator. This is what I want to do when I grow up. And so what we're gonna do is this is gonna be like a fair-like atmosphere. You know, people gonna walk in, you're gonna be able to smell like the cotton candy and the funnel cake. And all the stuff that kills you, <laughs> and, and there's going to be bands. Um, it's going to be a, like a fair, but for the kids, there's bounce houses and there's you know the esca, es, little mini excavators they can get on. So it's going to be a really family friendly event. It's going to be October 21st. So I hope tell everybody you know. I hope everybody gets out there because it's going to be it's going to be great. Yeah. And the proceeds are not only going to we got hopefully we're. We're looping in construction angels into this, but it's going to fund an ongoing outreach to kids to get the next generation involved. And, oh, I didn't even tell you this. The big prize for the operators is a Razor side by side. And the entry fee is 200 bucks. So I don't know any operator that doesn't like have a chance of winning it. So it's, it's going to be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we're excited to be a part of it. Thanks for inviting us. I think it's exciting. It's really cool what you're doing for the industry, trying to get younger people in, because um, we'll be in a real problem if 20 years from now we're not getting anyone into the industry, at the, at, especially at the rate that we are now. I think yeah. COVID played a big part. I don't know your opinion, but a lot of people... Yeah,
1: you know what the problem is? It's men.
0: <laughs> I think that if we take that little clip... You could put that as the answer for almost every problem in the world. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs>
1: but this one, it really is. <laughs> but I think this, I think actually, I, oh, it was Nuka National. They, they hired a, an economist to come and talk. Yeah. And and this guy was saying, you have like all these charts and graphs. And the problem is that men aren't entering the workforce. Women are in, in record numbers, but men just aren't entering the workforce. Where are they going? I have no idea.
0: Things you can do from your phone now, like be an influencer in your van and be an influencer like playing video games.
1: Yeah, it's nuts and it doesn't end in a good place. So
0: <laughs> It doesn't end with roads without potholes.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's 911, it's, it's all hands on deck time.
0: So what's your favorite part about the construction industry?
1: The people. For sure, the people. I can't tell you how dynamic the people in the industry are. I yeah. mean, we intelligent and driven and just, just the, the, they're as good as any other, it, like you just, you could mix and match from any industry. The people on the top would always, would always be at the top no matter what industry they chose. And that was a surprise to me, you know, because because there's a stigma about the construction industry, right? And, and look, and if you weren't if you didn't grow up into it, you had it. And then you come into this industry and you've got these like this is like these powerhouses of life. And that is is aspiring.
0: Yeah. Sure. It's I why I wanted to do the podcast is getting to talk to customers, getting to talk to prospects, getting to talk to whoever it is in the industry, and just hearing so many different perspectives, how they got into the industry, their role in the industry, it's really, really cool. Um, and it's why I like want to stay in the industry is the people. Like, mm-hmm. work is work, right? You're gonna go to your job, clock in for your paycheck, but if you enjoy the people that you're doing it with, you can have fun. Yeah. What is your least favorite part about the industry or your biggest challenge?
1: This is not enough time. You know, there's so much going on. And if I had two or three of me, I could do I? That's it. Just time.
0: Just clones. Little yeah. falcon clones.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> an army of Falcon.
0: <laughs> like have a twin and just be like, can you just go here? Just pretend to be me for an hour. I got to go here.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That would be cool. So tell me, like, how'd you, how'd you find a sign on?
0: Um, so I grew up in the South, um, and my family does, um, like oil and gas servicing. So there's a multi-generational company, um, that's in the space servicing pumps. Um, and so it's always been kind of like dirty boots. I've been around. I've got cousins working for some of the big conglomerates like Kenzel Phelps. Um, so I've been around it. I knew I wasn't suited necessarily to be on a job site every single day. Um, but I like the people. I like the, the work-life balance, the flow, the industry, everything that we've talked about. So, uh, went to school got a degree in economics and I was like, Hey, tech sounds cool. Seems like there's a lot of like fun, a lot of money, a lot of like new wave. Um, so I kind of just merged the two concepts and looked in that space and there's a ton of us, right? Like we've got ERPs, we've got the point solutions for operations, we've got estimating project management, um, and ended up at a signer. I love it. I could not be happier. Um, I think one of our sales reps down in Australia, I'm going to steal his tagline whenever somebody is asking him, you know, why should I buy you guys over somebody else? And he's like, look, I'm a good sales rep. I've been here for six years, seven years. I'm going to work for the best in the space. And until there's someone better than us, I'm going to work for a signer. Um, and it, it's really true though. Um, so I like, what we're doing, the problem that we're solving. When you go in and you see these construction companies that have whiteboards of allocations, how how are you running a multi-million dollar business on a whiteboard in 2023? <laughs> right. um, so that's fun to go in and show them how easy it is to adapt um, or adopt technology and. It's fun. It's a great market. I like having customers on the podcast. We show up to trade shows wearing these bright yellow jumpsuits. Like, what other industry can you do that?
1: You'd have to be a job <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up here at Assigner. That's awesome. Well, was there anything else you wanted to talk about today? I'm sure I could continue talking to you forever. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know. I mean, I could talk about anything. I don't know, what kind of habits do you find most most uh, most valuable to get you to where you're going in your career?
0: This is so cheesy, but fake it till you make it. No one knows what they're doing when they start. No one is an expert day one. Um, just educate yourself on your trade as much as you can, whether it's going to school and going to college, whether it's starting out in trade school, whether it's learning in the field and just going in as like a laborer, whatever you're doing, just fake it till you make it. Everyone started somewhere. It's easy to look and be like, well, they know exactly what they're doing and I'm going to mess it up. That's how you learn. Um, so fake it till you make it. And then one day you won't really realize that you're faking it anymore. And you just actually know what you're doing and you're good at it. Um, I think it's transcendental across industries and you can use it anywhere. Um, just be super receptive, listen more than you talk. Um, and you'll find success. And if you're not, maybe you're not in the right industry. Maybe you should switch it up.
1: Well said. I always told my kids, never let, never allow ignorance to stand in front of success. Yeah. So, you're not going to be smart. Just go. Just move ahead. Move forward. So that was kind of cool.
0: This is so fun talking to you. I'm so excited for the rodeo. And it'll be great. You know what we should do is we should do another show. um, Like a, have you seen those YouTube videos where they walk around and it's like, Jeff, what's your favorite part about today? And then I like hand you and it's like the phone is your microphone. We'll do like an in-person interview style.
1: Yeah, we got to do it person. That would be cool. I would yeah. totally we'll, it. well, it's been awesome.
0: It's been great. Thanks for talking to me. This was fun. Yeah. Um, Thanks for being a great customer. We appreciate you and your time today.
1: The signer has been great for us and it's allowing us to be, the best company we can
0: be. I love working with you guys. Thanks for coming on the podcast and I will see you very soon.
1: Fantastic. Let's do it again.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dirty Boots Show. To keep up with the latest podcast updates and highlights, follow us
1: on social media.